0: Welcome to Traders' Voice, a podcast dedicated to helping you eliminate market noise and focus on the one that matters—the voice inside your head. What's up? What's up, everybody? Welcome, welcome! And I do apologize that um, I'm not releasing the episodes as consistently as I would like, or at you know at a consistent time uh, that I would like. Uh, I know sometimes it's a little bit later, but you know this is life. Uh, there there are other things I need to tend to. But anyways, uh, I do appreciate you guys, you know, coming back and listening, and uh, it really means a lot. I've been speaking to some friends lately, and you know, all they tell me about is so. Every time I talk to them, what they ask me is, "Oh, so what? What stocks are you in? What What are you trading?" And um, you know, I don't mind telling them, but the thing is, I actually don't remember. <laughs> I don't. I don't remember what what I trade. Because to me, um, their stocks and commodities and all these, you know, trading vehicles are nothing more than instruments for me to uh, grow my wealth, right? I'm not attaching any kind of emotional um, tether to them. They're, They're... I don't think that I'm smart if I make money. I don't think that I'm stupid if I lose money. They're simply a, a tool, another tool in the toolbox. Right? You don't you don't pick up your, your screwdriver and say this is my favorite screwdriver. I bought this, you know, uh, in 1989 from an antiques dealership or something. You know, I mean, you might you might have some weird fetish where you get attached to um, your tools, but you know, when you trade long enough, you start to really not care. Right? Because you will understand that it's it's just another stock. It's just another name, right? Um Quantumscape, Apple, Tesla, uh, Mara, Riot, all these all these stocks have been rising ragingly um over the past couple months. But they're you for the people who has never seen moves like this before, right? For the people who aren't new to the game, they would see a stock go from 20 to 80, and they would visualize getting in that 20 and and quadrupling their money in a couple of weeks, right? And then they, they think about all the things they can buy, they think about uh, all the things that they can do with it, and they go and tell their friends, go and tell their um, you know loved ones, and that's fine. I I get it. You know, when I was new in the game, that happened to me too. But you, over the years, you see so many of these names moving and spiking and go, eventually coming back down again and eventually spiking up again, you know, you no longer really care about it. You, you, you just understand that this is the normal flow of things, flow of things, and this is going to happen as long as you play the markets, you know, there's always some stock out there that's moving to a thousand percent, 300 percent in the day, and you're always missing something. You're always missing some kind of place. And, you know, this is why it's good to have a disconnected mindset from from these plays, right? To not place all your value onto this single stock or even a basket of them you hold a basket. Because things move, right? Things move. And even if you don't see anything move in the uh, U.S. equity markets or U.S. markets, there's some international markets out there, right, that are moving hundreds of percent so what you guys gotta understand is that you really only pay attention to you only notice things that you're watching right you only notice things that you notice right so what does that mean you know we we've all been there when let's say we're researching a car or we have just recently bought a car um let's just say it's a, a lexus a lexus is250 before you started researching the car, before you been you know knew about the car or we um, even wanted to buy it, you, you don't really notice how many uh, Lexus's IS two fifties there are, right? You just don't notice it, or or BMW or a Mercedes or whatever it is, you don't notice that shit. But when you start um, looking at the car, start researching it, and and eventually buy it, everywhere you go, you're gonna see that certain car. Right? let's say you bought a, a Lexus is 250 everywhere you're gonna go you're gonna now start noticing is 250s or let's say you buy a bmW now all you notice is bmws why because your attention is is put onto that you 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 notice what you've noticed right but what you don't notice is all the things that you don't notice <laughs> right so it goes it goes back to that saying of you know what you know you know what you don't know but you also don't know what you don't know Right. So, what you don't know is that there are maybe uh, dozens of other moves, other tickers, names, and symbols that have been moving under your radar that you don't know about. Right. So, so I mean, like if, if you're, um, if you feel like you do better, you feel like you, um, enjoy the game, enjoy the, the game aspect of trading. And this is what you're doing it for, then that's fine. But if you're holding on to a position, it's too tightly, with too much emotional uh, attachment to it. Eventually, that position is going to go south. I don't care if you've made four hundred percent on it, you know, and, and quadrupled your money. Eventually, that position is going to go south. And what's your plan for it? Right? So the most important thing is the plan. It's not. It's not just. Buying some shit willy nilly, holding on to it. You don't know where you're gonna get out. You're you're just you you have a fat return on it, but you you just keep holding it. All right? That's that's just whenever they tell me, whenever people tell me about their wins and not how they're gonna get out of their wins, I can only tell that their wins won't stay wins for long. You know what I mean? Right, I mean, they they might have that win, <clears throat> they might have that win and get lucky and get out at the right time, but sure enough, eventually they'll find another stock, they'll find another stock, another position that they feel very strongly about, or that they heard about on Reddit or heard about it uh, on a, on a, all their social media groups, on their forums, they'll hear about it and they'll get excited about it and they'll buy it in again. But this time, instead of quadrupling their money, they delude 75%, essentially giving back all that they made and more, you know? So um, if, if you have this need to always be telling people about your wins or always be telling people about what you're doing, just take a look at if that's really something that is uh, conducive to your bottom line, right? Are you um, telling other people for the sake of actually learning more and wanting to figure out and learn deeper knowledge about the markets, or you're simply telling other people about your wins for your ego, uh, your ego gratification? Which you know, um, if you get too confident with the markets, it will humble you right, right quick. <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there after a strong winning streak. We ease up on our discipline. We ease up on our uh, control, and eventually the market slaps you in the face for easing up on your control, and that's when you get disciplined again, and you go through these cycles. And that that I spoke about it on my uh, previous video, or previous um, podcast, you know. Um. So again, so the main I I would say like the main topic of today's video is understand what you what you don't see, understand what what you're really missing. Right. There's opportunity costs to all things in life, to all aspects of life. Whenever you're doing one thing, you're missing out on doing another thing. So whenever you're looking at one stock at a, a group of stocks, you're missing out on the potential plays for other positions. Even if your current positions are doing well, you need you need some kind of plan. Right? You can't just be holding it even though you're up four hundred percent. And, and thinking that it's going to go up even higher. Well, it might. It might not. I don't know. But what if it goes lower, the name of the game is to control your losses. And the name of the game is is to keep your risk small, right? And this is why I really don't want to talk about trading and stocks with other people because I just don't see a point in it. Well, like, if you know that I'm trading uh, Mara or Condomscape and you know you know that I'm making money on it, what what does that really do for my bottom line? All it does is stroke my ego, right? A lot of people out here is trying to just get their ego stroke, ego strokes, make them feel like they're a king, make them feel like they're a god. But when bad times inevitably will fall on them, they don't know how to swindle their way out of it, right? They don't know how to control and manage the 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 problems that are arising in their in their life and their piano you know and it's just so freeing it, it's it's just freeing when you don't have to rely on an external source uh, for happiness or fulfillment right imagine being able to move through the world with such freedom and ease where you are not attached to any one thing where you can See things for what they are rather than what you want them to be. Because we our brain is a powerful, powerful mechanism in creating the reality and the via your beliefs. So whatever your beliefs are, your reality will be shaped by your beliefs. So if you look at a stock or a group of stocks and thinking that it's the only things that are moving or or you know you're kicking yourself in the butt for missing the move, well, you know you're because you believe that you're an idiot for missing that. You, well, you, you that's how you're gonna feel. That's how you're gonna act. But if you have a deeper understanding that you're constantly missing plays, you're constantly missing opportunities, then you know you missing that one move doesn't feel as bad because you probably already missed a hundred of them. <laughs> just just by you listening to me right here right now, you're you're there's an opportunity cost. You're you're probably you could have been listening to something else. Which is why I also truly appreciate you guys for coming back and just, you know, listening to mine, my podcast, because there's a million of other things you could be listening to. But also, um, yeah, just watch the opportunity cost because there's there's always going to be moves. There's always going to be something that is um, you know, moving in the markets. And if you miss one, that's not the end of the world. There's always going to be something else. You know, and the cycle continues. It's been like this for hundreds, if not thousands of years, ever since trading first began, right? And it's not just trading stocks. You're always trading your time, trading your your energy for something else. And there's always going to be an opportunity cost associated with that. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I want to say, and I'll leave you guys with that. Thanks for tuning in. And again, if you have any questions, just reach out.